Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSB Magazine. You're listening to a new The Changemaking Podcast with Chloe Mestagi. Each episode will introduce an area of technology that needs work and highlight the changemakers working on it. Join Chloe and guests as they tap into their passion about equity and rights for all. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. another episode of the Changemaking Podcast with ITSP Magazine. I'm your host, Chloe Mastagi, and today I have Mary Galloway, the CEO of Cyber Jitsu, and today we're going to just talk about Cyber Jitsu. Mary, welcome. Hey, Chloe. Thanks for having me. It's been quite a long time since we've uh, connected, so it's good to be on today. Yeah, I think like the first time you and I met, we were we had like some sort of event, and we went to have cocktails at a tiki bar in San yes. Francisco. Oh, that was the best uh, bar ever. Right? <laughs> oh, God. And like the, the volcano would erupt every like certain amount of time. That was a yes. lot of fun. And that I was remember, a lot of fun. Yeah, I got to meet you and Lisa, which is fabulous. But, you know, yeah. I never actually learned the history of how Sarajitsu was formed. And I would love to hear about it. And I know our listeners would, too. So Lisa started the organization back in 2012 in Northern Virginia. She had been going to different um, hacker meetups and and things like that, and it was it was male dominated. And so there were times where she didn't really feel comfortable asking questions um, about the technical side of hacking, and that's what she does by trade. And so um, after a couple of experiences with that, she was she decided to start her own thing, and so she started the first workshop. It was Backtrack and um, I think like Backtrack and Metasploitable or something like that. And it was in person in Virginia. And there was like 30 or 40 women that showed up. And then virtually, there's probably about 30 or 40 women as well. And so Lisa kind of had the idea of like, you know what? All these women showed up. So that means there's a need for something like this. There's a, a need for education, for community, for coming together and just meeting new people and learning together and feeling comfortable and confident. And so that's how Cyber Jitsu was born almost uh, 10 years ago. Wow, and so how has your mission grown since then? Man, so our our mission and our goals are to provide hands-on training to women and girls um, in the field of cybersecurity and give them exposure to a variety of different topics. And so early on, it was it was strictly about helping the women and girls in like the pen testing world. Um, We did dabble a little bit in in other areas of cybersecurity, but the focus was like, we wanna get people CISSP, we wanna get them to become hackers um, and get these jobs and get this hands-on experience. Um, Since then, we started to add in things like core skills training. So the things that you need on how to to navigate, you know, managing up or managing down and how to have conversations with people and conflict resolution. We started doing some of those things um, we brought in the cyber games, so we're big into the cyber game space because playing is something that most people like to do anyway in some form or fashion. Um, and we saw that the women in the organization love to play the games because it gives them something to challenge their brains to figure out, okay, can I do this? And then when they do it, that light bulb goes off. 
And so that spawned into uh, working with Cat's Eye on Wicked Six and a couple of other initiatives that they have for the members. Um, we're bringing in SANS training. We've got chapters all over the country. Um, and really it's just, it's blossoming into this, this bigger ecosystem of like-minded professionals in the sense of they all wanna learn and they're all willing to help each other get to that, that next level. And I absolutely love hearing this. And then for those that are trying to figure out whether or not they can become members, what does becoming a member look like? And what is like the demographics of your membership? That would be great to also note. Um, so it's pretty simple. You can just go to our website, womenscyberjitsu.org. And at the very top, there's a bright green uh, button that says become a member. You select that, you select your option. Um, we do, while our focus is on women and those who identify as women, um, there is an option for our male allies to select and become a member and um, take advantage of some of the opportunities that are out there and just su support the organization and those that are in it. Um, it's a hundred bucks for a full member. And basically with that, you get access to all of the pre-recorded trainings, all of the recordings from previous years. So if you're really interested in learning like what did Backtrack look like and you can't find anything, we've got a video of it for you. Um, it also gives you access or first access to conference passes that we may be giving out. So we have passes for both RSA and Black Hat and we were able to give those out to the members um, first. And then if not enough members, you know, take those and we can give them out to other people. Um, discounts on the trainings, uh, member only events and opportunities, um, job board. Uh, we're getting ready to launch a mentorship program, um, an unmentorship program, more um, small tribes of so smaller groups of people working on challenges and kind of helping each other um, to continue that community vibe outside of just uh, the cybersecurity space. The demographics so we have a wide range of members from students to early career to career changers. You know, we've got a, a lot of members that came from another industry and they wanted to get into cybersecurity. So they're here or they, they left the industry for a while and then came back, you know, after they took care of family or responsibilities or whatever it was. Um, and we're, we're scattered all across the globe. We are touching folks in about 47 different countries. Um, we have membership and representation in 48 states um, across the United States. So that's really cool. Um, and the, the, the actual makeup of our membership is it's kind of it's a mix. It's a big like melting pot um, based on those who, you know, let us know that information. Um, it's about 45 percent between 45 and 50, yeah, maybe 40 and 45 percent is either white or black and then everybody else kind of falls into place in those different different groups um but we are trying to improve right we want to reach more people we want to bring cybersecurity and cybersecurity games and and just that whole fun vibe of the industry to you know those groups of folks that don't have this opportunity you know, the areas of people that aren't going to a four year Ivy League school, but they're going to the community college down the street. You know, we want to be able to touch all of those people, the people in the rural areas, um, because we're all working from home. So why can't folks that aren't necessarily attached to a city get those same opportunities? So 
that's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to grow. Um, we want everybody to come and be a part of the movement. And I absolutely love that. And also, it's just an industry-wide problem, you know, but having like groups like Cyber Jitsu, it helps. It helps make you feel you're not alone, you're not isolated, but there's this like huge community of folks that are, you know, they're also feeling marginalized, but they feel supported too by knowing that they're not alone. That's right. what I love about Cyber Jitsu. Plus, like, uh, you know, it's not just like, hey, come join us. Um, and because we're all similar, it's also like, we can also learn from each other and become technically successful as well. Right. Um, and I really like that a lot because it's like all different scale, like skill range. I've noticed. Yeah, exactly. Like doesn't matter if you're a newbie or you've been doing this for years. Yeah. So that it work, you're working together to solve a problem. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the only way we're going to solve problems. Right. Um, so <laughs> How can other people get involved? So say, for example, you know, a person doesn't want to become a member, but they themselves would like to help out on the mission front. What can they do? Um, so you can donate. Um, we're always looking for funds to help with um, operating expenses, getting training for people because the training is not cheap, um, helping with certification vouchers. Um, helping get them to conferences if if they're not able to get to those conferences um, and just providing that ecosystem for um, our members. You can also volunteer. We're always looking for instructors. Um, with Cyber JitsuCon coming up, we are looking for volunteers for that. So if you go to the website, the very first banner you see um, at the very top is going to say Cyber JitsuCon or Cyber Jitsu Day. Um, you click that and there's going to be an option to volunteer so we're looking for all day volunteers it's also the ninth annual cyber jitsu awards um, recognizing women making change in the space and chloe was one of our um, winners during covid um, so it's really cool and exciting to be able to be in person this time yeah i remember being completely shocked i think i talked about just getting that flu shot for some reason yeah. <laughs> i'm like oh my god uh everyone get a flu shot. I just got a flu shot today. You should get a flu shot. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yep. So. Um, so yeah. Um, so I know you have a conference coming up on June 18th in Maryland, and you also have a virtual option in a CTF. Um, how can people find out more about it? And do you mind sharing a little bit more about what the conference has, what's the theme and, you know, what can people that attend expect from it? Yeah, so June 18th, it is Father's Day weekend. Um, it's also Juneteenth weekend. We will be having our third annual Cyber JitsuCon 3.0 plus the ninth annual Cyber Jitsu Awards event that day in Lin I can't even say this word right. Linthicum, Maryland, near BWI Airport. Um, and basically it's a conference where everybody's gonna come together. You're gonna learn some stuff about emerging technologies. There's gonna be hands-on workshops. Um, the CTF that's hosted by Immersive Labs, it's going to be freaking awesome. There's a lot of some giveaways we're going to be doing while we're there as well. Um, we have first time speakers that are getting mentors. We've got um, stories about people's journeys. We've got IT stuff, OT stuff, uh, CTI stuff, of course, uh, pen testing. Super excited to have all of the vendors, um, Google and Recorded Future and uh, Khaki being our top uh, 
partners and sponsors in this. We've got some nonprofits that are going to be there as well um, from the local community. So when we when we talk about community um, for us, that's what we mean. You know, like we want the community to come together to make a change in the industry. And that's what we like to do. And so you'll get that vibe. There's going to be food. So there's breakfast and lunch and snacks and all the drinks that you need for to stay hydrated and to stay like you're supposed to. There's meeting space if you need to have meetings. Um, and it's just going to be a really fun, fun Saturday in the nation's capital. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, and would you say this is a great conference to go to if you're brand new to the industry or trying to get into the industry? Yes, definitely something something you want to come to um, if you're a newbie, a student trying to figure out how do I do this? Yes, because of the talks, but also because of the connections you can make in the space. There's going to be a lot of folks that are from the D.C., Northern Virginia area that are going to be there. Um, there's people coming in from other locations like Philadelphia, Georgia, uh, North Carolina to come in for this event. And so it's definitely something that I think newbies should take a look at. Um, one of our other partners, Jupiter, um, they do a tech tax surface management software. They're actually coming. They're the ones that help produce the book, um, Reinventing Cybersecurity. And so they're going to be doing a book signing um, with some of the authors that are CyberJitsu members. And so that's another reason to come and just kind of hang out and get to know people and, and learn from those that have been in the industry for a while. That is excellent. And I know that you probably get this question all the time, which is like, do you have any recommendations or top tips for those that are brand new in cybersecurity that want to get involved? Take the initiative to do some research. There's a lot of stuff out there, uh, but if you're listening to this, you've got two people right here that could help navigate or help guide you into the right direction. Um, but you got to take the initiative. Um, you're also going to be met with challenges, small, big, medium sized, doesn't matter. When that happens, step into it, right? Take that negative energy, take that challenge, take whatever it is that you're getting and reuse that to be more successful, to, to study something new, to you know go and present at a conference or something like that. You're going to be hit with that. It, it's inevitable. I get hit with challenges daily. It's the nature of the business, but I can't let that get me down. If you let that get you down, you're going to, you're gonna fail and you won't be successful. Right. And then you may leave and we need you here. We need we need as many people as we can to help protect our, our way of life. Here, here on that one. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> geez, I mean, I think, you know, there's so much stuff out there in the industry when people are joining, like, hey, we have gatekeeping. Hey, we have mm -hmm. everyone has imposter syndrome and it's it's overwhelming for a new person. It's like, well, am I making the right decision? And I always find like that first year of starting is like the most important year to feel like you're supported because yep. it's like that one year where that rotating door is the strongest I find. Yep. It, 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 you definitely have to, you have to lean into those, those moments because they're going to be there. That's not going to change. You know, it, it's what you do outside of that, that makes you a better person. Yeah. And then channel that energy and just create things like go out there and, and create something. And if you don't know where even to start, just, you know, join a group like, right. like cyber jitsu, for example, 
yep. meet incredible people in it. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, all the people that I got to know in my first and second year, all of them were members of Cyber Jitsu. Actually, when I look back at it, so I that's didn't pretty know that. Cool. How cool is that? Yeah. See, <laughs> I just wish I knew about it, like in the within the first year, because within right. the first year, I just felt like, oh God, there's no one. Mm-hmm. There's no one who's like me. I feel awkward and uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, but then you meet people and, and networking, like you mentioned earlier, is so important. Like going to conferences. I mean, I remember besides SF and RSA conference uh, back in 2017. And if I didn't go to those conferences or a day of security, I would have never, you know, I probably would have left cybersecurity. So these conferences are really important. Very true. Yeah, very true. Well, we're glad you didn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know there's a lot of stuff going around in the world right now. Um, unfortunately, it seems like a disaster every day waking up sometimes. But what is what is Cyber Jitsu doing about today's and, and the news? What's happening with its members? Um, I mean, the best the best thing that we can do is if we know about it is to just pr- be there, provide support for them, um, try to provide resources as we can. Uh, when all this when, when stuff starts to kick off, we will typically send stuff around and say, hey, if you have, you know, if you need to talk, if you need some support, whatever it is, um, we have a Slack channel that they can go into. And then if they need something more you know, deeper, obviously, um, we can have those conversations, but we at least give them a place to feel comfortable sharing their concerns and venting and just being a little bit vulnerable with other folks that can empathize with them. Um, We never want anybody to feel like they can't come to the community and ask for help and support. And so we try to make sure that that's, that's, that's there. Um, And we, hopefully the world gets better yeah <laughs> I, I i'm crossing my fingers my toes to all of it like all of it get get it get it right y'all let's let's be nice yeah you know it's 2022 <laughs> we're kind of hopefully coming out of a pandemic you know it's it's time to it's time to uh to not go into the past but live within the future i guess right. in a sense. And, and let's work together yeah, ain't that it's difficult? Not hard. It's not that hard. <laughs> I remember when, like, I think I think it was at the first meeting when I met you, where mm-hmm. we were just talking about like, why aren't organizations working together? Yeah, on solutions. Why aren't we doing things together instead of like, no, this is my turf, not yours. But it's you so know. important to work together because, like, you're not gonna. We can't fix industry wide problems by ourselves by ourselves right it takes it takes it literally that whole thing about it takes a village yep that's the total truth it literally takes a village to to make change and to help affect it so yeah and so now i have to ask you this question which is if you could go back into the past and the first few years of being in cybersecurity, what would be the advice you would have given yourself build your network, <laughs> find, <laughs> find allies. <laughs> yes. When I first started in the industry, um, a lot of years ago, I was the only female, I was the only black woman on the team. And I just felt isolated. I did. I felt like I couldn't ask anybody for help. Um, 
because I didn't I was I was still very new you know I had came out of college but I was just like I don't even know where to start and um I made some friends but they weren't in tech and they weren't in cybersecurity. and so I think what I would have done differently is I would have put my big girl draws on and just said okay you're gonna tell me what I need you're, you're gonna help me you know like not in a demanding way but just to say hey I want to learn this I want to be a part of this and I want you to help me um so I guess that goes with speaking up more yeah <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean it, it's hard to speak up if you're the only person in the room right. with someone's background right it's that sense of like if I don't feel like I belong speaking up is like it takes a huge courage mm -hmm. to do so yep so I think that's probably what I would have I would have done that different. Yeah. Well, what it what do you see for the future for cyber jitsu? Global. We're going to be like we're going to be actually even though we have members that are global, mm -hmm. I want to be doing activities globally. Um and I want to partner with or, other organizations to have a bigger impact on on the industry. Um I think that's that's really important is to reach the masses and 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 reach the people that we aren't typically reaching and targeting and 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 helping them understand and see the value of you know being safe on on the internet and you know tapping into getting employment in cybersecurity and all that good stuff. Yeah. Seriously. I mean it, it's like um I always think of a catch 22 situations like Cybersecurity has a lot of catch 22s. For example, if you're on a security team, you're expected like to work 24 seven around the clock. Usually mm -hmm. they might not say that directly, but they're kind of expecting it. But then they're like, but you, we don't want you to get burned out. How, <laughs> right. how can you not get burned out if you're on call 24 seven or just knowing that you have to be on call 24 seven. Um, I always find those things really interesting. Like I feel like cybersecurity has a lot of catch 22 um is there anything that comes to your mind of a catch-22 in cybersecurity? <laughs> getting in needing experience to get in oh my god yes but can't get in to get the experience yeah <laughs> uh, we are we're looking entry-level role and uh three to five years of work experience right it's like okay on, hold up how am i gonna get that if i'm transitioning um and i mean there's ways to do it but it's just like it it doesn't make sense or the it's an entry level position and I need CISSP, GSEC, GMON, G da 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 da, CompTIA, like 18,000 different certifications that have nothing to do with the job. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things that sometimes I really wish that security teams that they consider the fact that if you don't invest in your team, like, you know, giving them the skills, paying for certs, mm -hmm. um, what are you going to expect in the long run from them? Right. Like that. That's kind of it. It's like you have to invest in your people, um, and it, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like you and I we could be going back to that tiki bar and just talking about security oh, yeah. teams and how our <laughs> industry can be a lot better. But what are some what are some top actions, a top of mind for you that people can start doing to try to make our industry better? And that could be for cyber jitsu you know, standpoint from your personal standpoint, or just for, you know, from the people that you talk and network with? Um, I, you know, it's, it, it's a, it's a core skill. 
because we like we don't like to call them soft skills because they're important yeah um and this, this is just for me other people may not think so but having empathy um i think we're so quick to in this space we're so quick to put somebody out to pasture because they make one mistake mm-hmm. and, it, and it and it may be a freaking huge mistake right it, it, it could totally be that but no one ever has any empathy <laughs> when that happens and when things like that happen there's no empathy there's no like you know yeah you messed up but let's work to figure out how to make it better and not do that again in the past it's it kind of it pushes people away from the space it pushes them from the industry right um we're all humans we all make mistakes all the time yeah we can't be punished like like we cannot continuously be punished for those things but the world we live in so i I think having empathy people having more empathy in the space is going to be important to keeping folks in it that need to be in it and moving the needle forward here here on that i mean there's times where i just kind of stopped going on twitter because just seeing how people attack each other or they'll like the thing is is that you know everyone's going to project something right it's just being Mm -hmm. human but there's a time where you question your own projections before you know taking a stance or whatnot but the thing is like you always see that on twitter where you know someone just posted something next thing you know this person is being you know being called out on something that had nothing to do with what they wrote about. Um, Uh And it's that, that fear that it's like, kind of, you know, you know, the one thing I would say is like in society that we've been led to believe we need to be perfect. And if we're not perfect, we're flawed. And that's a bad thing. But the reality is you can never have perfection, but when we are, are starting to do what we have been doing in like on Twitter and when we don't have empathy on this front, we're creating a situation that reinforces that we need to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It can't happen because yep. it's not possible. Twitter, Twitter's, we could talk about Twitter for hours. Oh, geez. Yeah. I mean, I, there, there's some good stuff on there, but yep. that, that thing is a, a cesspool <laughs> waiting to happen. Well, it's all <laughs> Elon Musk now. <laughs> and it's just like, ugh. God, why are you on here acting like this? I don't understand. It's like, I just find it interesting because like everyone was on, at one point people were on Facebook, then they got off of mm-hmm. Facebook and then they're like, Twitter's the new thing. And then from Twitter, now they're on LinkedIn posting what they would post on from Facebook and Twitter. Now it's on LinkedIn. It's like everyone's just LinkedIn. Girl. Yeah, yeah. That we we need to have another conversation about social media. Yep, yep. That's a that's a different podcast episode of right. us. Just, or it's going to be us going back to the tiki bar and like grabbing a drink and talking mm-hmm. about Twitter. Um, but so, Barry, you're going to also be at RSA conference as well. I know. Um, and so, what are some of the things you're looking forward to, and what is Cyber Jitsu doing for this year? Um, I will be there. I need look, I haven't even bought my tickets yet. Um, but we have an event with um, your org and a couple of other organizations on Tuesday where we're um, talking about like the importance of mentorship and building a community. And there's a bunch of different uh, roundtable conversations and and um, hands on activities that's going on on Tuesday. And then after after that, we'll be at the women's reception that's at RSA 
all of this is on their website. Um, we are also looking to host a happy hour networking event with another organization. I don't have the details on that yet, but we will be there. Um, don't don't be late. If you are a Palo Alto customer, there's a number of Palo Alto events happening. Um, so for those that don't know, I also run, I also work in the industry, cyber professional um, for a major company. And um, they have a bunch of events happening too. So check out their website, um, go take a look. Let me know what you want to do. Excellent. All right. Well, Mary, any last words or one takeaway that you wish that everyone who's listening would know about cyber jitsu or anything about how to get involved? Anything that comes to mind around cyber jitsu? Um, we are a community of cyber professionals, moms, sisters, wives. Um, friends, uh, aunties, whatever it is. And if you're looking to bring people into your organization, Cyber Jitsu has a great, great group of people you can talk to and bring into that space. Uh, would love to have you all at the conference coming up in June um, to meet some of these awesome women that are a part of the community and to just you know see that there are women interested in doing cybersecurity and that can do cybersecurity. Excellent. That seems like the perfect way to end and wrap up this podcast. Uh, thank you, Mary, so much for being on here. Um, if anyone wants to get to know a little bit more of Cyber Jitsu, the link will be provided below the episode. And until then, I hope everyone has a wonderful day. And thank you, Mary, for being here. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Changemaking Podcast with Chloe Mestagi. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSPMagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.